0: Story 6 of Lulu, Alice, and Jimmy Wibblewobble by Howard R. Garris. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Jimmy as a Flying Machine One day, I think it must have been about three and a half quacks past cornmeal time, there was a great commotion in the yard and around the pond where Jimmy Wibblewobble and his two sisters and his papa and mamma lived. There was a great fluttering in the air, and something, colored in beautiful tints, flew down and settled on the water with a little splash.' "'My goodness, what was that?' asked Alice Wibblewobble, who was easily frightened. At first one one knew, for though the creature was shaped just like a duck, it was not colored like any duck Jimmy had ever seen. It was gold and bronze and green, with little patches of red and blue here and there, and was the most beautiful creature. Maybe that is a fairy suggested lulu who sometimes read fairy stories oh if only it might be one and could tell me where the fairy prince is exclaimed alice with a sigh nonsense said jimmy who was just going off to see his friend billy the frog stuff and nonsense that's what i'd say too called out the strange creature nonsense i'm not a fairy at all i'm a duck like yourselves only i'm a wild duck Then it beat its wings in the air and water, and the wild duck arose and flew right over the pond and back again as quickly as could be. "'My goodness, how did you do that?' asked Jimmy, who could never fly more than a few feet. "'Why?' answered the wild duck. "'I just did it, that's all.' "'Snippery, snappery snails!' cried Jimmy. "'You're just like a flying machine that my papa read about in the paper.' "'Well, somewhat like one, perhaps,' admitted the wild duck. "'I can fly a long distance.' did you ever try no answered jimmy i never did perhaps you would like to try now suggested the other i will stay here a little while and show you it's very easy you can just as well become a flying machine as not come i'll fly up on the fence you come up here too and when i say go why start off and who knows perhaps you will do as well as i do don't be afraid "'Of course I'll try,' said Jimmy, very bravely, for he was always wanting to try new things. "'So will I,' said Lulu. "'I want to fly, too.' "'Oh, you had better be careful,' warned Alice, who was a very cautious duckling, never getting into danger if she could help it. "'Oh, we'll be careful, but we're going to become flying machines just the same,' said Jimmy. So the wild duck flew up on the fence, which was at one edge of the pond, And, oh, how beautifully he looked with the sun shining on his finely colored feathers. Jimmy had quite a struggle to get onto the top rail of the fence, and so did Lulu. But they finally managed it. And just as they stood beside the wild duck, who should come along but Grandfather Goosey Gander? He asked the two Wibblewobble children what they were going to do. And when Jimmy said they were going to learn to become flying machines, the old duck said, Humph! Just as quickly as he could. "'If you had such a hard time getting to the top of the fence, "'how do you think you can fly across the pond?' he asked. "'And then he sneezed three times, for he was catching cold. "'Oh, we'll do it,' answered Jimmy. "'For, of course, you see, he really thought he could. "'But something is going to happen, "'just as sure as you can add up two and three "'and make five out of them.' "'Are you ready?' asked the wild duck of Jimmy and Lulu, "'as they stood beside him, balanced on the fence rail.' "'Yes,' replied Jimmy, trying to stop his heart from beating so rapidly. "'We're ready, Mr. Wild Duck. You fly, and we will fly also.' "'Watch me carefully,' said the beautiful creature, "'and do exactly as I do.' They were just about to fly when the old rooster, who had been picking up corn down the road, came running up. "'Hold on!' he cried. "'I can fly as good as that wild duck. Wait for me, and we will have a race.' So they waited until the old rooster got up on the fence rail, too. Then the wild duck counted. One to begin with, two for the show, three to make ready, and four to go. Then he flapped his wings, gave a loud squawk, squawk, and sailed over that pond as nice as you please. Well, of course, I've got to tell you exactly what happened, or it wouldn't be fair. Jimmy tried to fly, but I wish you could have seen him he only went a little way and then because his body was too heavy for his wings or because his wings were too light for his body he came flopping right down to the ground ker-thump and he hurt his nose considerably let me tell you for considerably is quite a lot well poor lulu if she didn't fall too yes sir she turned a somersault right in the air before all those watching ducks and she too came ker kerflump. ker-flump and she heard her left-hand wing. Then she cried once, boo-hoo, just like that. Then she stopped. Jimmy didn't cry at all, if you'll believe me, no sir, not a mile, but he felt badly all the same. And then that rooster. Oh dear me, how foolish some roosters are, anyhow, now aren't they really? Well, he started off all right, but just then the wind got in the wrong place and it turned him upside down. Now no rooster can fly upside down, no matter what else he can do. So that one came flippity-flop, down in the water, kerplash-kerplush, and one more besides. Maybe he didn't feel mortified. But that wild duck, oh my goodness me, how he did fly! Around and around and around the pond he went, never touching the water once. Then he came to where Jimmy and Lulu were, and he told them how sorry he felt for them before he flew away to a far, far distant land where only wild ducks live. Then Grandfather Goosey Ganner went up to those two wibblewobble children, and so did Alice to lend Lulu her handkerchief. And Grandfather Goosey said, It's better for tame ducks to stay on the water or the land. They're not made for flying. So that was the end of Jimmy trying to become an airship. Tomorrow night, You may hear about Lulu and the goldfish. That is, if the lemon squeezer doesn't pinch me. End of story 6